Hi, and welcome to the Cheer Boss Podcast. My name is Emma Slater, and I am your host. We are here to talk everything cheer. Whether you're a coach or a gym owner, this podcast is for you. So let's get ready to elevate your skills and knowledge so you can dominate both on and off the mat. Ready? Okay. Hi, I hope you're having a great day today. On the podcast today, we are speaking about everything website. And yes, in case you were wondering, you do need to have a website for your business. A Facebook page or an Instagram page is not enough. You must have a website to be able to send your customers to learn more about you and sign up for your classes. So if you haven't already got a website, there's two main things that you'll need to get to get started. You will need to register for a domain name, and that is the URL that your customers will type in to find you in a search. So for example, it might be www.cheerleadingsuperstars.com or something along those lines. You want to try and get a domain name that is going to be as close to your business name as possible. So that way, when people think of you, they'll just type that in and your business will come up in their searches. You'll also need to get a website host. There's a bunch of different ones that you can use, but there's lots of ones out there like Crazy Domains, GoDaddy. Uh, there's, there's heaps. If you just search it on the internet, you'll come up with a bunch and it's just a matter of choosing which one you want to go with. And then lastly, you'll need to decide what email platform you're going to use. There's WordPress, there's Wix, there's Squarespace, there's a whole bunch. And again, it's just up to you and what you want to do. You can obviously pay somebody to set that up for you. But if you're in the starting stages of your business and you don't have a lot of money, you're probably going to have to do it yourself. So finding something that's pretty user-friendly is a good way to go. Now, I want to let you know that your website should really be focusing on attracting new customers to your business. It shouldn't necessarily be an information portal for customers and students who are already a part of your cheer gym. You really want it to be a space where somebody who is looking to enroll their child in cheerleading or dance, they type that in in a Google search and your website comes up and they can go on there and read and learn all about you and all about cheer and dance and want to become a part of your company. You can have something on your website like a members portal where inside there you may contain all your latest newsletters and um, all the fee breakdowns and events and competitions and all that kind of stuff. But that can be quite overwhelming for somebody who is just interested in getting their five or six-year-old daughter into a recreational cheer class. So if you can have some sort of section on your website where your current members have a login and they get in there and then they can view all the information they need, that can be a better way to go about it just so that way you avoid anybody new that's checking out your business from jumping on, seeing all that information, and then just thinking, oh, this looks too hard, this looks too overwhelming, and then clicking over and signing up their child for swimming, for example. So you want to make sure that your website is really consistent with your brand. So you're going to want to make sure, obviously, that all the colors that you're using on your website are consistent with your brand colors. You're going to want to make sure that you've got your logo on there. You're also going to want to make sure that any images that you use on your website reflect your brand properly. So 
using nice clear images that have been hopefully taken from within your facility of your students is probably the most ideal way to go about it. But again, you don't want that to be too overwhelming for a new customer. So lots of happy smiling faces of the kids that you're really trying to attract. So for the most part, you're probably not going to want to be attracting the most elite athletes to your gym. You're going to probably want to grow those within your program. So you're going to want to sort of maybe focus on the five, six, seven, eight-year-old athletes, nice, happy, smiling faces, looking like they're having fun, making friends. So images like that on your website are key. Any fonts that you use for your text, you want to remain consistent. You don't want to have one text on one page and then a different font on another and a different font on another. It can, again, start to look really messy, really clunky. You want your website to look nice and streamlined. So making sure that you're using consistent font throughout your website will help to make it look really nice. You're also going to want to make sure that you keep your website up to date with current information. I'm sure you've uh, experienced the same frustration when you've gone on a website and the information is from two years ago or the links don't work or the images look really old. You're going to want to make sure that your website does stay up to date. So making sure that you choose a website platform that you can go in and edit or one of your staff members can do is really important so you can keep that information up to date. You want to go back into your website at least once a month to make sure that everything on there is still current, there's no wrong information, that the links all still work, that everything is still relevant to today. There's probably about four main pages that you'll want to have on your website when first starting out. So the first one would be a home page. So that's obviously the page that comes up when somebody first clicks on your website. That page should be really welcoming and encouraging to anybody that jumps on uh, to encourage them to want to become a part of your program and to easily understand what you're about and what you do. The next page would be an about page. And that doesn't necessarily need to be everything about you so much. It can actually be more about your services and how that is going to be beneficial to the customer. So obviously a bit of a background story is great, but then you want to have more information about how all that is going to be beneficial to the student or the parent by signing up. You'll want to obviously make sure that you have a page dedicated to the services you offer. So whether that's cheerleading classes, dance classes, tumbling classes, privates, whatever it is that you're offering, you're going to want to make sure that you have a page dedicated to that. That will, again, be very clear to somebody brand new that has no idea what cheerleading is. So that way they can start to learn to understand what it is and what class they want to enroll their child in. And the last main page that you probably need on your website is definitely a contact page. So you want to make sure that your contact information is really easily available to the customer so that way they can get in touch with you and hopefully become part of your program. Now, those things could all be separate pages or a lot of websites you'll find now just have one really long scrolling page. So that's another way of doing it as well. You can have things called anchors that when a customer clicks on a certain thing, it'll take them to a certain part on that page. But however you want to do it is fine. And depending on what platform you use, um, it's basically up to you and a design choice. But you do want to make sure no matter what, that your website is really easy to navigate through and to find the information. 
In some ways, less is more. You don't want to have too much text, too many pages, because again, that can become overwhelming. But at the same time, you do need to make sure that there is enough information on there so somebody new and interested in your programs will feel confident um, with what they are about to join. You can actually walk your potential customers through your website. So when they get to the bottom of one page or one section, you can actually have something that says, click here to learn more about our classes or on the classes page, it might say, click here to get in contact with us. So having some pretty straightforward um, options there to tell people what to do um, can be really helpful for you. With your contact information, you really probably do want to have that on every page of your website. So normally on a website page, you'll have the header at the top, you'll have the body of the page, and at the bottom, you'll have the footer. So having your contact information somewhere very easy for your customers to find, either in the footer, on the header, on every page, will um, increase the likelihood that they will actually get in touch with you and become a customer. You want to make sure that you have some sort of call to action on your website and there should be something on every page of your website. People jump on websites and jump off very quickly so you want to give them something to do to increase the likelihood that they are going to get in touch with you. So some examples of different call to actions might be to join your mailing list or to sign up for a class or join the waiting list or sign here to get some sort of irresistible offer like um, join our waiting list and receive 10% off your registration fee or something like that. Having some sort of call to action so that they take action and then they get in contact with you and you get your detail, their details so you can then follow up with them is what you really want them to do. You really want to make sure that you have some sort of social proof on your website to show that what you do is great and that you have many happy customers. So the easiest way to do that is through some testimonials. So you can ask your current customers to write you a testimonial or for example, if somebody has left you a testimonial on Facebook or a Google review, you can um, use that those words and pop them on your website. A long time ago, people used to have a testimonials page on their website. That's a bit outdated now. It's great if you can include testimonials within your general website pages. So whether that's just a little image of either the parent or the student, obviously get their permission first with what they've said about you or if you get them speaking on a video, you can also use that and just have that placed within your website pages strategically so that way any new customers can see that other people are really happy with your services. You are going to want to make sure that your website is mobile friendly. Over 70%, I think if not more, website visitors come from a mobile device, so a mobile phone. So while it's well and good that you have your website looking amazing on a desktop computer, you're going to want to make sure that that translates to a mobile device properly. So that way, when a new customer comes along, they're probably going to be on their phone and happen to look you up. You want to make sure that your website on their phone looks good. So again, most website platforms have a function in there where you can switch over to the mobile 
um, device and edit what the website would look like on the mobile device. But you're going to really need to make sure that you remember to do that because it can be easy to forget. And so you just need to remember all the time that the majority of all customers are going to visit your website through a mobile device. So it's extremely important to make sure that all the functions and everything that they can see looks good from a mobile device first and foremost. Websites that are mobile friendly also rate much better in a Google search. So when someone types in cheerleading or your business name, for example, your website is more likely to be towards the top of Google if it's mobile friendly. My last website tip for today is just to make sure that you're careful not to send people away from your website. Probably about five or so years ago, it was very trendy to have your Facebook feed or your Instagram feed up on your website. However, the problem with that is that somebody would go to your website and then your Instagram feed would look really nice on your website. So they would click on that and then they would be off your website and then they'd be on your Instagram. And with the limited actions and things that people can take on Instagram, we do, Instagram or Facebook, for example, we don't necessarily want that to happen. So you want to make sure that um, you try to make sure that everything that you have on your website is going to keep people on your website and lead them to getting in contact with you or signing up with you. So I hope those tips are helpful. What I really advise you to do if you're either don't have a website or you're not 100% happy with your website at the moment is to maybe do some research of some other cheer gyms or some other businesses that have websites that you really like the look of and the functionality of and then try and really pick out the things that you do like and try and replicate them for your own website. It can be a really great way to get some clarity on exactly what your website is missing and then how you're going to go about implementing it into your own website. Thank you so much for listening to the Cheer Boss podcast. To make sure that you do not miss an episode, make sure you subscribe. And if you could take a second to rate and review, that will help this podcast get to more gym owners just like you. And don't forget, for more Cheer Boss goodness, make sure you follow me on Instagram at cheer.boss.emma, on Facebook, cheerbossemma, and my website, cheerboss.net. Chat soon.